God, I've seen so much of you. <laughs> yes. It's astonishing. Right. This is what it would be like if we were really friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> you'll be happy to know that when I'm in the Europa, uh, my phone works. Uh, but I'm, but I, I, I'm not I, happy. Yeah, yeah. We'll check in. Check oh. in. There's going to be three weeks when we won't talk to each other at all. I know. And I, I can't possibly save up. I won't remember. I just won't make I, some notes. Bring a separate notebook. Bring your right. bring a Jackie and Lori notebook and just make oh, notes. Yeah. And you then, have them all. I have totes. Oh, I'll give you one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll totes give you one. I have a, I I, I have things that I can carry around. Mm. Uh, you have notebooks. Um, yeah, yeah. I might have the inventory notebook. It's a great story. Hey, uh, here we are doing the Jackie and Lori show. Is this one for April twenty second, Kyle? Possibly, the, we don't know. 2019, right? I don't even know what year we're in now. We're, I know. we're way far ahead. We're taping this March 31st. Right. So this is almost three weeks in it. Yeah, this will be the last one. Yes. I, I have my YouTube studio set up. Alex oh, that, Cole came over and really helped me put it together. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. How did that look? Um, it- well, I'm going to tape. I'm going to record my little snippets tonight. I have it all ready to record and plug and play and okay. hopefully it doesn't look shitty okay it probably yeah. will initially but yes. it, it might it might be troubled but then it'll then it'll all jet. maybe i'm sh- i'm sure a few men will you're putting provide, another iron in the fire provide comment provide a criticism in the comments on how to do it uh, better. you can turn the comments off i do <laughs> i always turn the comments one of off. my youtube like, heckler videos mm-hmm. is somehow popping up on people's um you also may like type oh, okay and i'm getting like three or four comments a day it's weird it's it's like a three-year-old video and all yeah. of a sudden people are watching it well you know and, the internet is is vast yes but all the critiques and here, well you, here's what you should have done are from guys who clearly aren't stand-ups yes yeah yes and uh who cares <laughs> it is so well, I don't it's care, so, but I they I read them. I'm interested. Uh, maybe I you won't. always read all the comments, like after doing a Conan or a, a TV set. Um, I read a lot of comments after Conan. I was just kind of curious because I was like, "That's a good set." So whatever you can say, it's not going to hurt me. Like okay. if you don't like me, okay, fine, I can't help it. If you hate women, I can't help you. Right. So I was just curious what the response. It's almost like that's an incredibly how- sane way to read the comments. <laughs> I was happy with that set. Doesn't matter what you said. I wonder what you're going to say. Yeah, and it's like, what are we thinking about women now? It's almost like it, it's it's just a test of where society is oh, when you look comments? at comments on your uh, YouTube channel <laughs> on on new you know new videos and stuff like that. Sure. So um, we're not that far with women. That's what. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's my we point. Are not. And uh, but I I read a couple of great articles today. Uh, one was a an opinion article about the Pete guy running for president. And Pete this- Buttigieg. Is it Buddha judge? Yes. Good his, for you. His husband uh, said, just think Buddha and judge, Buddha okay, judge. And Buddha that really judge. helped me. That does help. Um, and then the six women candidates that are currently. And Elizabeth Warren's finance director just quit. It's She's having trouble uh, coming up with enough money because she's not get, taking any, doing any big fun, big money donors. It's all $25, $5 people. Right. And so it's hurting her. Right. Oh, it sucks. It sucks. But uh, so the opinion thing was just essentially just about the, the lens, the, the, the Buddha judge guy is yeah. getting a, just sort of a better, a, a better pass at it than, than all the women Yeah, as per usual. But um, all I did was post, Sort of a clip of how interesting that was and how it wasn't a slam on, on Pete. It right. wasn't a slam on that guy. It was just he was the example. Yes. And um, and four, four men who I genuinely have like and have known for 30 years were like, well, Pete's such a... And I was like, no, no. 
Again, this is not what we're ta- okay. Okay, we're talking about the media and how they treat women. Yes, and what the what the perception and how this country treats women. And the weird. And the, here's the other thing. I read an article in the Hollywood Reporter today. Mm-hmm. It was an interview with, um, and I don't know if how new it was. I think it was new. Yeah, with Chris, Chris Evans, who plays the Captain America. He plays uh, my husband in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that he went out with a comic? Who Jenny Slate. Did yeah. you know that oh. Jenny Slate was a comic? Oh, I know Jenny Slate. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know yes. Jenny Slate. Is She's, my biggest she problem. Was, she was New York based for a, a long time. New York stand up. Oh, yes, good. and she was a uh, she was on SNL for a while, and she got fired for for accidentally saying fuck on SNL. Oh shit, that was her. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it, that's dumb. Yeah. And um, well, uh, so she uh in in the. So he's talking about how much he hates Trump and he how much he, he is, you know, what he wants to do next after yeah. this next movie. And he's plugging the movie and he's doing all the things. It's the longest fucking article in the world. But one of the paragraphs was about how when he went out with Jenny Slate, uh, she suggested that he read this book. It was a book of essays about how the patriarchy um, sort of affects women in uh, in in general. Wow. And he said, the line was really good. It was something like, you can't know something until you know something. Like, And it was just really, I mean, he just sounds like wow. a relatively sane dude. And then there were all these quotes from Robert Downey Jr. was like, there's a, the guy is just, he's genuinely a good guy. Who, who was up, who was getting, someone was getting her Oscar and she kind of tripped a little bit and he scooted up and immediately helped her up the steps. I forget who it was. Right. Well, and there was another great line who said when he first took the, the Captain America, he was like, how do you make that guy interesting? Because that guy's like, no, no, I'll, I'll, no, I'll help you move. Yeah. I'll, if you need yeah. someone to walk your dog. How is that interesting in a superhero? And and he has made him interesting. Yeah, sure. So. Um, that's cool that Jenny Slate did that. Yeah. So I wonder what the book was. Did it? Yeah. She mentioned it, but I, uh, I'll find the, I'll find the, I posted it on my Facebook page. She did say it. Um, so I did a lot of sets this weekend. One of them was great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The other three were fine. Fine. They were not. Got the job done. They got the job done, which is not what I'm looking for in stand-up comedy. Dude, sometimes it's a job. Sometimes Sometimes you got to kill or do your very best, and the crowd's not giving anything back to you, and you got to pretend like they are. Well, you know what? And and I will say this, is the other three sets. Okay, so Friday first show was, I was at Flappers, Burbank. Friday first show, magical. I said everything right, came up with new lines. Yeah. Um... My my new what my one of my new bits uh, worked so perfectly it was great. Uh, the next three shows it almost worked, <laughs> uh. so it was close. It was uh, one time I got the lap last half. You know if the, if it's not going to go well, the last half going well is I'll take that. Yes, right, right. Because <laughs> mumble mumble punchline hits. Yes. Yay, we yes. all win. Right. So. Um, so the last three shows, they were uh, the second show Friday was so lightly attended, and the energy was low. But Virginia Jones ended up featuring for. I asked Danielle Perez, mm-hmm. but uh, she got the stomach flu last minute. Yeah, and so then Virginia Jones did it and freaking murdered. Had like these two new jokes that I had not heard of hers that She's were funny. Man, I just oh. saw her at the the Ice House about two weeks ago. Really God, funny. she and she destroyed. It was yeah. wonderful and. Um, and then second, uh, Saturday night, both shows were fine. They were just a little messy because I was trying to figure out order. Yeah. And you know when you change the order in a 45-minute set, you get lost and you f- figure out that you forgot to do something. Yes. And they liked all of the different bits. But yeah. they were not in the order to which I wish to put them all in in a row. Right, right. So, uh, and I ended up selling stuff Friday and Saturday for shows. And... um did pretty good. That's cool. I'm there in May. That's right. You're a, headlining a weekend. Yeah, Mother's Day weekend. Oh, nice. Uh, I hope I can get. I hope I can sell some books. The Sundays too. The Sundays. Um, well. Sunday, I'm doing. I'm going up to Grass Valley for a Mother's Day show in the afternoon. A specific Mother's Day show. Yeah, in uh, at a theater in Grass Valley, which Where's is a Grass? little. It's yeah. about an hour north of Sacramento. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So I'm flying out. And then driving, and then driving back and flying back. It'll be it'll be like an eight eight hour day. I yes, guess, that's day. A, with a, with a, an hour show on the, at the end of it. Yeah, that is a lot. 
But um, um, I had I had a set tonight. I mm-hmm. did um, uh, Atsuka's uh, Atsuka show. Oh, yeah. at the Dynasty. It was fun. Oh, good. Um, and I just did a, a spot. You know, oh, just and, a normal spot. Yeah. Well, that's great. I have like one. It looked new- like it was themed. It was. It's the back half of the show. Okay. Back half of the um, show is a game show of some yeah, sort. Yeah. And I would. I kind of wanted to watch, but I had to come back here and, you know. And talk to me. And, well, no, I had to put Attic, my kid to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then talk to you. Yes. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah. And, and then um, I had four sets on Saturday. Here in Los Angeles? Yeah. And they were all at least 30 minutes apart. Not okay. I had one at it at a not a sorority, but yeah. like a house where students live. Oh, by USC. Yes, I've it done wasn't. That. Yeah, no, you haven't. It's a different one. Oh, it is. It's a, it, but it's right near there. I, this is it's what I think different... about the students of USC having us come to them. Come to a comedy That's, club. I feel like I'm, I'm, so I'm being entitled. brought on the backs I know, of, of, I know. of elephants. And I, yeah, a... I didn't feel like I could make a water polo joke. Or, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, it's too fresh for these guys. But um, it was somebody's like um, uh, thesis about women in comedy. Oh, and it, it culminated in a stand-up show. Well, and it was fun. Yeah. And it was fun-ish. And they have to do something. Yes. So I am I am as supportive as I possibly can. It was outdoors. It was yes. in, in, in a the front yard. Front yard. Yes. And so, and it have was... Have you done the driveway one? I have. Okay. And it was around 5.30 in the afternoon, so it was light. And there's okay. just USC students walking back and forth. And, you know, it was right. just... You know, it was almost like doing uh, street magic or street right you know. busking. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You've taken up some, but uh, I got a very cool baseball hat out of it. Oh, it did says, you? Yes, bitches. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, excited. That is fun. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I then it was at the Laugh Factory, for, and I had a seven forty five at the Laugh Factory. Okay, so I got there around seven. It was, it was kind of a pain in the ass to run. getting to USC. It's like it's like rush hour on Saturday afternoon. It's ridiculous. So. Then the Laugh Factory. That's good. It it was good. Um, oh, good. It was. Were you, know, you, early, you were early in the show at seven forty five. Yeah, so. it was nice. Okay, yeah. so and it was like you know Saturday night, so I didn't really fuck around or anything. Yeah. I did try this this bit I've been working on for a long time. Just as I put it after a really really strong chunk, just to see yeah how it would hold up, and it yeah. did not. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, it didn't do as well. Right. You know. Right. They were like, wow, this lady's amazing. And then they're like, oh, we don't get this. <laughs> um, but beat uh, from beat. But, you know, it's got a it's it, it's good to see if you're if it's something you normally close on. Yeah. You put it early and then just see if another joke can follow it. Yeah. Just to see. See where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Just mix up the see order. How strong it is. Yeah. See how strong and like I. Yeah. And I, then I was at uh, that's then two. I, yes. That's two. Then I then I rushed over to the. Um, the blue uh, rooster, which is uh, an art supply store in Hollywood. <laughs> but in the back, they have like a performance area oh, that cool. they also teach classes and do like a draw. You can draw a nude model and stuff like that. So it's in a different part of the store behind it. So there's a, like a performance space. Yeah. So and that they, was fun. They had a show. Yeah. They had a, they had who, a, who a show. I would, I would do Megan that. Megan Oh, okay. Yeah. It was really fun. And then uh, I would, I went to a uh, backyard show. So oh, I started that's... in a front yard and I ended in a backyard. Oh, I wondered what that tweet meant. What, yeah. yeah. And it was and Jamie. Where was that? Um, oh my God. Blah, blah. I'm blanking on the last name. Anyway, okay. it was in NoHo. And, um, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it was really fun. And okay. and I got and I was rushing and then I got there like 45 minutes early and I and I started to get really tired and I'm like I want to be home. Oh, right. And uh and then Lizzie Cooperman just destroyed right in front of me and I'm like <laughs> I want to go home. Can I just fly away? Yeah. And then this set ended up being really fun. Sure. And it was it was good. And it, that's one I need to listen to because I think I said stuff correctly. But the other thing I'm finding out is like I keep tweaking these little details so much that I forget which tweak I'm on. And I'll be telling In, the joke and I'll, or the bit and I'll be like, wait, how am I trying it tonight? And that one hair of a second where you're like wondering, yep. that's when you lose the audience. And you, wh- however you try it, it's not going to work like it should right. because you aren't you're 100% the there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Anyway, but I did come up with uh, a new add-on to a joke that's like hit or miss that yeah. maybe will make it more hit and a new joke that precedes that one that I think helps kind of pave the way a little bit. 
Fair enough. I've got all these like sort of these big story stories that I have to that genuinely they need they need weeks of work. You know, like right. if I'm going to tell the story of my dad, um, this the hospital bill story. Yeah, that is a. It isn't an eight minute bit anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a three and a half four minute bit now, right. which is great. Uh, but I would like it to be a three minute bit. Yeah, and um. Yeah, I was listening. I was trying to remember something, so I went to my my last album, and I think I believe that his. I didn't. I you ever listened? No, you probably not. But, um, <laughs> but if you can you, answer that question, okay, before I, you I can answer. It. It's because uh, sometimes I'll 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 be listening to the to the albums, my old albums, mm-hmm. in an effort to either remember jokes for a specific show, or. To f- to make sure I'm not going to repeat a joke on the next album. Right. And I will listen to the track. Then that's how I split up the jokes. And I was listening to the Hero album and I'm like, that should have been four jokes. I should be getting four different royalties on that. Because <laughs> uh, oh, if right. I cut the tracks too long, they play the whole track. Yeah. And you only get, it's you only get, worth you get the 12 cents or, or whatever. whatever. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I don't... Um, but whenever I do a new album, I'm very, I have complete control over where the tracks break. Yeah, obviously, and well, I ought. Yeah, but um, but I need to remember this in the next album that um, it'd be nice to split them up into different, like smaller chunks. Yeah, although could a could a station go? Hey, we don't want to play this whole five minutes of Jackie Cation because it costs us nine dollars instead of five minutes of some other comic who didn't break their setup that way right like an eight minute i don't know that i'm not you know in my sound exchange money i'm not getting any sort of people aren't playing the hospital uh the spoiler alert he lives yeah the eight minute bit i'm talking about (laughs) uh, that's not coming up in the in the royalty statements oh i see yeah so i think that the other thing is as much like which is weird because comedy stations there isn't a lot of chatter in between. Yeah. You know, it's literally just one comic after another, and here's another bit, and here's another bit. Yeah. So an eight-minute chunk would be great if whoever was setting up the, whoever was programming the, but I don't think they do that anymore. I don't think that they program on the, in the moment. Yeah. I think oh, no. they, they I, do it eight hours in advance. It's probably some algorithm programming the entire station, right? Is a is a person Anybody program know? A- we don't know. I'd like to think that, because I, I had a... I had a job in college where where I ran. Um, I played. Uh, it was like a PBS. It was like a public uh, station, and I mm-hmm. would play these old tapes. And that was it. Was a work study job. I, I got paid to do it, and it was for anybody who was up and wanted to watch weird. And I could put almost anything in. And I would play. I played a lot of the Frank Capra Why We Fight series, which was this series of document propaganda documentaries oh, really? that Frank Capra oh, made yeah. um, to sell World War II to people. Oh, wow. Were you trying to start another war? No, no. I, I, okay. I found them fascinating. <laughs> and a couple of them were... My shift was something like four to six hours. Yeah. And... Um, and some of them, some of them lasted like four hours. Oh my god! So I would only have to put in like two or three tapes, and mm-hmm. I could do homework. Oh. So uh, it was entirely. It sounds like some of the comedy uh, channels are also uh, programming the same way. Well, exa- well, that's what I would assume that they're yeah. playing. Like you could put an eight-minute bit on of somebody's, and then go to the bathroom. Right. Right. But if you put in like a bunch of Mitch Hedberg tracks, and they're a minute and a half each. I don't think that's how they do it. I, I don't think they, that's how they do it either anymore. Yeah. So, um, did you see Doug Stanhope uh, was plugging? There's going to be a comedy club in Bisbee. Yes, and the guy emailed me, and I got to I got to email him back because I went to look at the I went to look at the website, and there's no there's no calendar. Well, I think it's they're opening just... this weekend. <laughs> it's this weekend is the first weekend. It sounds fun. Yeah. I mean, what would you do? Fly into Tucson, I guess, and drive right. I don't know how far Bisbee yeah. is. Because otherwise, that's like a 10 or 11-hour drive, I think. It's pretty brutal. But, uh, but on Tucson's Saturday night? only like six hours. No, Tucson's more than six hours. Phoenix is six hours. Oh, Tucson's nine. Yeah, Tucson's okay. a day. Okay. So, 
Oh, so you you got a date? No, I will. I got okay. it. You just reminded me to email that guy back. Oh, that's yeah. Because I, I, I did. I'll bring my kid. We'll go uh, see Tombstone. You know, is Tombstone down there? It's by nearby. Bisbee? Yeah. Okay. Be yeah. fun day. It's I well I want to get back into stir crazy too in Phoenix. I was just reminded. Oh yeah, because that's been a year. Yeah, and it's usually a year. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then my friend Steve Young just moved. Do you know Steve Young? Yeah, stand up comic. He yeah. just he, he just he, left Los Angeles and for where moved to Phoenix. Oh yeah, all right. Yeah, well, it's affordable. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> he's, he's, what do you he's, mean he's done? He's done living here and trying to make it here. He's like it's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, I'm going to go somewhere affordable and still do what I do. Yeah. 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 Which is, and, and hopefully he'll get plenty of sets in, in Phoenix. It's got a good scene. Um, I, uh, I went to this Saturday was like, so in addition to four spots driving all over the place, right. for, for, uh, you know, I left the house at four thirty and I was driving and performing for seven hours, maybe six hours. Um, uh, in the morning, I went to this WGA meeting. Um, oh, right, because of the vote. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Fuck. First of all, I was a little behind on my dues. I get. I forget stuff. <laughs> like I. So so I wasn't. I, my account you was in current? arrears. Yes. <laughs> and I sent them a check, but they didn't get it in time for my vote. So, I, but I did say I'm voting. If you can squeeze my vote in, you my checks in the mail. It's coming. Yeah. Um. But basically, we all, you know, everyone voted. It was almost unanimous. It was like 95%. Right, right. There was something like only 382 people said that they wouldn't fire their agents. That they were fine with packaging and yeah. making less money. It's just like, okay, all right, good for you. Um, but uh, so I don't know, you know, it's April. What's the next step? Well, um, if, the, if the agents don't agree to sign to this code of conduct, which yeah. is basically saying we're not going to participate in packaging. Yeah. Um, then we en masse fire our agents, right? <laughs> All of us, which is crazy. I mean, it's weird because I'm, I'm in a package situation where I, I don't pay a commission to my agent because he's with WME and WME right. packages Conan the, the oh. Conan show. So it's you know it's it's kind of I am keeping ten extra percent because of packaging because of packaging you know i don't know how much i'm losing because the scale hasn't you know risen that that much because there's no incentive for anyone to say hey scale should raise you know what i mean so yeah who knows but i but when you look at the way they presented uh all the money that agents are taking and how they're not representing their clients in in any of these situations right and they're not representing anyone individually and so it's such a weird yeah it's it's so obviously not what an agent does like the whole you you have another job it's it and that's fine you could have that job but you also when you're an agent that's it's a it's like a legal thing like you're not supposed to work against your client and so Maybe you don't want that job anymore. Right. Right. You're trying to do both jobs. You got to recuse yourself from one yes. of those two jobs. Yes. Like Jeff Sessions. in complete <laughs> opposition of those two tasks. Yeah. yeah. So either agree that you're going to have one job. Yeah. And, you, and you're going to either be really good at it and make all the money in the world. Mm-hmm. Or you're just going to be okay at it and just make a living. Or you're not going to be good at it. And you're well, not going to just uh, keep getting uh, part of packaging. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean that kind of. They're playing like teams, right? Aren't they? The agencies mean? like they're a team, and they, well, they have they, a. They, WME they have a is is about to be bought by a hedge fund, which means you know. I when, looked that up when you when you were saying that when, last time. When they, um, you know, when that happens to a newspaper, they start firing reporters because they're only a hedge fund. Their only goal is to make shareholders happy. And so your goal is supposed to make your clients happy. Right. Your but, goal is to get them work and then you take 10% of it, not to worry about a shareholder. I it thought, doesn't make any sense that th- these two I things exist I looked up like together. who owns the top 10 agencies in town. Yeah. And two of them are owned by hedge funds. Yeah. Currently. And um, some of them are owned by like, they're privately owned and some of them are owned by Two guys who are the sons of the two guys who started it in 1968. Yeah. Goldwyn or whatever. And, yeah, or, and so, but yeah, the, the, the game has changed to game the individuals and to, to support the, just like, the, just the like behemoth. Everything else. Yeah. We're, we're all working to make shareholders happy. 
like. Right. That's what that's what this country's becoming. It's really um, disturbing. It's anyway, little- hopefully uh, this this pushback will work, and maybe that will inspire or help other industries go. You know, no. yeah, this, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how they can exactly, but I mean, it just it's it's so it's so distressing what's happening to newspapers and Mm -hmm. news agencies. Um, Right. Well, the whole, the whole world's getting, I mean, we're all just loose in a, in a, in a, in a, in a bingo ball and we're just all getting shaken, shaken up and we don't know how it'll all work out. But I think, you know, I tend to, I tend to think that on, on the other side of all of this, this sort of genuine nightmare stuff, Mm -hmm. um, you mean like kids in cages and and stuff like that. It's that, we will come through this stronger and, and the, the casualties are real and, but we will come through it not necessarily. And when I say we, I'm talking about humanity. I'm not talking about uh, nations or or whatever, but I think that, that there will be, there will be another time when, when justice is served correctly, you know, where it, where it isn't being, I mean, it'll, it'll be manipulated as it always has been, Mm -hmm. but on, um, the, the, they keep moving the goalposts. It's just whack-a-mole. It's if you look through well, right history, now, it's it's, you're just okay. We put this fire out, and then it's another one over here. It's so um, right. It's I mean things and throughout progress history, a yes. little bit, but then you look at like the attempt at this abortion law in in uh, Georgia. It's like what? Yep, and Wh- Kentucky too. We're going. We're going back to you know. We're going well, back to real. I saw some weird tweet. It was just all it was is you know in the nineties, science was like, hey, we've invented cloning. We sent a robot to Mars, and now scientists in twenty nineteen, the Earth is round. It's round, right. you guys. Stop. Know. You know, and so like there's this celebration of of morons and idiots. Yeah, and um and this, you know, they're gonna. There's a science fiction book called A Canticle for Leibowitz where they killed all the everyone who could read uh, in the beginning of the book because mm-hmm. they blamed all the problems on. Uh, well, we're who, safe now. I can't read two pages without falling asleep. And what about checking how's Twitter. your math skills? Oh my god! How they how they coming along? Okay, I, I think we're at uh, a half an hour. By the way, twenty six. Twenty six. Let's do. Uh, let's throw to a Max Fun. Let's take a break and hear about Max Fun. If you like MaximumFun.org podcast, chances are you are an enthusiastic consumer of good media. Which is why we're here to tell you about the outlier show on MaximumFun.org. <laughs> the one that just doesn't fit. The Greatest Generation is a Star Trek podcast by a couple of guys who are a little bit embarrassed to have a Star Trek podcast, and that MaximumFun.org is probably a little bit embarrassed to call one of its shows. And that, more than anything, should inspire you to subscribe and download The Greatest Generation. What is this thing? Why is it here? (laughs) Who listens? All of these answers can be found if you subscribe to The Greatest Generation using your podcatcher or by going to MaximumFun.org. Did you hear about Max Fun? Because it was just now. We're back. But we could also do this thing where we talk about the comic of the week. Yes. Uh, it was Chandelier. You worked with her. I worked with uh, Chandelier White this weekend. Uh, she she emceed all four shows. Just really, like, the stuff is is personal, and mm-hmm. it's um, it's smart, and it's it's great. She's grinding it out and, and really doing her job. So Chandelier White is S-H-O-N-D-A-L-I-A. And then the last name's White. So W-H-I-T-E. And that's her Twitter handle, at Shondalia White. Cool. So check her out. Definitely. And uh, she did, um, she's married, she's black, she's married to an Armenian guy. Does many jokes about that. I mean, mm-hmm. that's some comedy gold. They're relatively newly married, so she's got, I'm, I'm sure oh, she's yeah. working on a half hour. Sure, sure. Especially and, when you're new to a relationship and they're that different from you, it's like, oh, let me have a feast. <laughs> right. And then Friday night, uh, Mary Basmagian, uh did the, uh, the, the guest set spot mm-hmm. at Flappers. And so she did another 10 minutes about being Armenian. <laughs> so by the time I got up, I didn't have to do anything about it. <laughs> have to or get to? Uh, have to. Oh, okay. And then the next night... Do you feel was, obligated to talk about being Armenian in, in Burbank? in Burbank? Yes. yes. I feel like it I should It needs to be addressed. Yes. Because there's so many Armenians out in the audience, and I'm like, 
You saw my name. You came they, to the they show. They see I A N in a, in a surname, and they just make reservations nonstop. Yeah, yeah and I'm mm-hmm. like, you, you're destined for disappointment. <laughs> and uh, you t- insert the word Armenian guys when I talk about my dad. That's all <laughs> I can tell you. And so, um, though I will say, the woman who did. Um, Wait, there was somebody, it was one of the comics just wandering around mm-hmm. at Flappers. Loose, a, a loose, loose comic at Flappers. Loose comics at Flappers. And when I first moved here, people used to say this to me. They were like, so your dad's Armenian? And I was like, yeah. And they said, so was your mom white? And, uh, and I was like, I always thought my dad was white. Uh, in, in, in Wisconsin, Armenians are white mm-hmm. and, um, or consider or passing for white. I'm mm-hmm. uncertain what, uh, but I, all I know is that this is super pale and has been receiving all the benefits of being a white lady. Um, yes. Yeah. So there was, uh, all I kinds of drama. I feel uncomfortable saying you don't look Armenian, but. I'll say. If you look deeply into my eyes, I will sell you a rug. <laughs> I look exactly I'm, like my father. I'm afraid to look deeply into your eyes. <laughs> it would be awkward. Uh, <laughs> I will have to say this, is that uh, you've seen the picture of my great uncle Haji. Yes. And it's so Amazing. funny because we have the same face and uh, the same eyes. So, And he came from rural Turkey. Okay. And... Um, but we... A lot of negativity on Twitter this weekend. Oh my God, so much... Just the I, who's the mean guy who made fun of Patton's uh, first wife. first wife? I don't know. I don't he know. Just him. I could tell that he was trying to riff. Yeah, and I was like, you didn't fucking know Michelle, and I barely knew her. Yeah, and it still hurts my heart to think that you would say such a fucking thing. It's kind of gross. It's just gross and mean. You know, you gotta, you gotta. You gotta know somebody really well to do that, and maybe you don't do it on Twitter. You do it at a roast where they're there. You know what I mean? Like I can see how you do that kind of a joke right. in that situation. If you were but- best friends with Patton and Meredith, yeah. and sitting at there, and then you made, and you were you were best friends. Yes. You're Blaine Capatch. You're yeah. sitting at dinner. <laughs> you would know better than to say. Hey, Meredith, I hope we don't fall asleep because that's how his first wife died. Right. Which is what Chad Zumok yeah. said. I don't even know who that is. Yeah. He's a comic, though, and he's over He's over at uh, All Things Comedy where the right. forest is. Yeah. But he's he's one of these, he's like, he's, but I was uh, I was talking to Austin He's one Smith. of these what? He's just one of those, the bro dudes, you know, he's just... It's so he's know, a dude bro who doesn't know when to shut up. But all, that's always sort of existed, and it, it's like when you're hanging out with guys like that in person, yeah. they're it's fine, you know. Yeah, you you just it all sort you can of, sling it back, and, right? It all and, blends and, into itself. And what they say when they're saying it sounds a lot less, um, you know. Horrible than when they type it. Horrible, right? It <laughs> looks put so it bad out. on Twitter. It doesn't work on Twitter. It doesn't work, dude. As well, no. And it it makes it's. Some people are coming off as alt right, and I'm like, I know that you're not like that, but why? Why are you writing like this? And yeah. Is it? Are you just do you know like Kevin Brennan, who I think is so funny, and I I like Kevin Brennan, and I don't know he makes him me either. laugh a lot. Yeah. But he he can. He's coming off lately as, as like, a, like new angry middle aged white guy, and I'm like, oh wait, did he have you, the right? sad sack? Was he kind of sad about say something like uh, Jussie's? Would he say that he would get work before he did? Yeah, yeah, okay. But I mean, it was kind of a joke because he, Kevin's not an actor anyway, so if any any actor's <laughs> going to get work before he does. <laughs> Right, but I mean, but, right. It, but it w- could also be taken as him just feeling sorry for himself. So, um, and I think a lot of people did take it. But I was like, was was he? Did he just was, was that it, joke? Where did that come a little from? too subtle or something? Right, right. Um, I don't know, but it's it's weird how a bunch of a bunch of white guys are really sounding like white guys. <laughs> it's like you guys are you're comics. What are you doing? Right, you're comics. You should be comics first, and you should figure out. Um, where the joke is, and you it, need but, to be able to look at your look at yourselves, yeah. But to to us, it's like that's not clear. But 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 you know, maybe maybe that's building an audience for those guys of of other people that you know, w- either they get it or they don't get it, but they like that it was said. 
You know, I don't know. Here's the thing. We're all, we're all just, um, we're going off into our corners with our little audience that agrees with us. And I don't know that that's good. Well, the, the, the niche thing is it's inevitable with, with the internet, of course. Right. Um, I think it can be good, but it, I think it can, it, it can build walls around you too. But the, the weird thing is, is if it's a good guy, Right, like if Kevin Brennan's a good guy, and now all mm-hmm. these alt right guys think he's that their guy, right? They're going to come to his shows, and he might be psyched because the numbers are up. But then yeah. he has to hang out with douchebags. No, he doesn't. You know, you could tell you you can tell jokes that are like on the uh, on you know they're worded carefully so it'll make you seem like you're one way when you're not that way, and the uh, crowd will be like, oh, and they'll like you know. a dice thing or Jesselnick or maybe. I don't think Jessel Neck, but but you know you you can you can take a stand without taking a stand, right? And and tell some sexist jokes, but you pull back just a little bit so it's not it's not terrible, or 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 some race stuff, but you pull back just at the end so it's not you know you're not Ben. That Shapiro. sounds far too nuanced for any comics that I know. No, but I I think that some people do that, and they they like they need the audience. We all need an audience. Yep. We all need sold out shows. We all need to sell our merch afterwards. That'll be right? great. That'll be so great. So if you are you willing to like tell a couple jokes that sort of are a wink and a nudge to a certain group of people? I am not. That um. Well, I know it's just right. I, I know you're not, but I'm saying I think some people are. Some right. comics are because so the, we're all trying to doing? find a place. Because that's what you think that that's what they might be doing. Maybe or someone is doing that. Maybe for sure, some people are doing that. That they aren't monsters. Right. That they're but just trying. Podcast try- is is one way, and it's and it's going to get a certain kind of listener, you know, and certain those people come to the show. But I've. Yeah, but I've actually heard, and I actually, and I say I've actually heard what I haven't actually heard. Right, I've heard people tell me that, so I haven't heard this. Uh, there is some scuttlebutt that Jesselnick doesn't particularly like his audiences. Oh, really? Yes, <laughs> that he has he has this following now of these douchebags oh. that he's like, oh, um, I have. And I've, I've, I've lit a fire under some bad guys. Right. You know? And um, I think the power that you have as a stand-up comic. Yeah. And this, that, that sentence alone <laughs> is troubled. Uh, what do you mean? I got a sigh from Kyle. Oh, um, yeah. To say the power that, I mean, the power of, of all art it just sounds douchebaggy and it just, but the, but it is true is that if you are doing, if Kevin Hart is doing stadiums and he puts in, you know, a little bit of hate at Rome, that's a Jesus Christ superstar line anyway. But if he mm. puts in a little bit of, uh, of hate, whether it's Kevin Hart or it's Dice Clay, or if it's Brian Regan, mm-hmm. um, you have to, I think use your, you have to know what you're doing. I think if you're a comic and you are just floundering around, just trying to get more bo- seats in the in the room, well, I don't think guys at that level are floundering around. But not, I do no, think not, not those I think three that I mentioned. There's but, mid-level comics that are trying to get something going, you right? Know? And they and now and they're white guys in a time when you know it, it again it, the industry hasn't turned against white guys but it might feel like it because there's partial being, interest in women <laughs> the smallest amount of, of interest yeah in uh the non-white guys so so it just feels like yeah you're just being attacked from all sides yes yeah so i, I you know there's a uh there's a, a you know i think a frantic struggle to you know, figure out where you where your place is, and if you if you kind of came up thinking your place would be here, and all of a sudden, oh no, we're that we're eliminating that place. It's like, oh fuck, what do I do? And and maybe and they aren't eliminating that place. No, that but place it feels is, like it. right. And, but if that, if, but if your perception if you lost tells one you, spot, you feel like your place right. Was your eliminated. place has been usurped. Um, uh. <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, Glenn Beck started as a stand up. Well, you know, Alex, that's cool. what I'm, I'm, I'm wondering. Are, are all, we going to lose? Are some of these guys going to peel off into just some alt-rightness? Yeah. yeah, we are. Wow, we're totally going to lose those fucking dudes. And you're just like, what are you? What are you doing <laughs> for stage time? You know, and and right, and it is a commitment that we're. It's. I'm not saying it's not tempting. You know, you you could get 
you can we could all get puppets and and fucking stand in front of large couches and i mean we, there's we can large all couches it was it was uh, it was gallagher oh, oh, oh. and it infuriated me as a child <laughs> um so the gallagher uh large couch infuriated me as a child because sure. i thought it was bad writing uh so <laughs> the but the the but it and it had nothing to do with me so it didn't really it doesn't matter what other people choose to do on stage mm-hmm. but I, I am fascinated when i see people sell the fuck out and it hurts my heart when I when I know a guy where where I've said this a gajillion times. He's not that. I mean, he he means he's not that bad of a guy. Yeah, you know. And then all of a right. sudden, he's essentially selling Home Depot tiki torches to right. shit bags. Right, right, right. And you're like, well, then we don't we don't talk. Did Owen Benjamin start as a just a normal kind of douchebag? I don't know him. Okay. I don't know. I don't know any of the. All I know is, from what I heard, is and I, 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 I don't have this uh, under. Uh, I don't have all of the. Yeah. Um, I don't know that these that this happened. Right. But this guy yeah. said to this guy when Wait, he saw. Him, this? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't talk anymore. Oh. We don't, we, he said, you and I aren't friends. We don't talk anymore. Wow. And he confronted him about it and he said, you are not, you, we, we don't do it. And I can see him doing it too. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And it is, that's, that's more the person I want to be. You know, that's <laughs> right, not right, the, right. that's, uh, I, if, if you want to create a, a, a castle and it's built on the bones of you almost telling a, a, a bitch's man joke or yeah. you almost telling a racist joke. Right, right. That's your decision. But it's, it, it'll dis, I don't want to hang out with you. Right. Because like this guy, this, uh, this Chad Sumac guy, mm-hmm. Augie was telling, I had ice cream with, uh, Augie and his wife and his kids tonight. Mm-hmm. And, um, he was saying, yeah, the first time I met that guy was in St. Louis. I was headlining a St. Louis club. And I was like, what club? Uh, I've never played St. Louis. <laughs> and, uh, the, um, and, the, um, and he gets there and the club owner says, hey, uh, there's a guest set. And um, Augie goes, okay. And um, he says, it's Chad Zumach. And he said, I don't know him, but... Uh, is is there a problem? And um, the the club owner said this guy okay. sent him. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, really good friends. Okay, and uh, and Og goes, oh well, I I trust I, him. I, I, I trust him. I yeah. bet five dollars. And what's what's wrong with him? And he said the, Chad Zumach had been. He got there three hours early, yeah. and he was in the mall making karate uh, chops as he did laps around the mall. What? He was just making karate chops what? as he walked around the mall. What is happening? I don't know, but this is probably several years ago, probably. And this is the first night Augie meets him. And Jackie, Augie, let's, it might be a good way to warm up. Now, right. let's not discount it right off the right off. The That's back. what Augie said. And Augie said, <laughs> Augie said, well, the, a guy I trust sent him, right? And so he says to the club owner, I will bet you $5 that that guy turns out to be funny. So they they uh, the guy goes up. He's a what? minute into the set. Yeah, Augie walks up to the club owner with a five dollar bill in his hand <laughs> and just hands it to him. <laughs> oh my god! And Augie told me that he said, "You know, I told I told that story to Chad about six months ago, and I said I would never tell that story, but because of the joke he did about Patton's wife, fuck that guy." So yeah. feel free to tell that story in the Jackie Laurie show. And I said, I will. Cool. Yeah. So. Hmm. Augie's, Aug, Aug's one of the good ones. Oh, we, yeah, definitely. You know that. And, uh, I, oh, I forgot to ask him because he did that, uh, he did that show out on Long, Long Island that I did. Uh, can I, can I just say something too? Like, yeah. Uh, Chad, uh, he, um, protected his tweets after a day. Oh, really? And I, I just like to I'm not bragging, but the president's mistress came after me yeah. and sent her uh, a million, uh, yeah, her moronic followers after me. Yeah. And it was like a couple days of muting everything. Yeah. 
I never protected my tweets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you took your chop. You, you took your yeah. chops. Yeah, I'm, I'll take it. I'll stand up for what I said. I had Cindy Campanera on the Dork Forest. Yeah. Speaking of the word retarded, mm-hmm. because uh, Cindy Campanera, her dorkdom was old NYPD Blue <laughs> episodes, like old procedurals. Okay. And um, she was talking about an episode and she said that in NYPD Blue, they used the word retarded with this guy. Mm-hmm. And then she said they used that word. And then she, Cindy herself, would use mentally challenged, mm-hmm. which is the word that has changed. Right? Yeah. We used to say, because that was a clinical medical term. Right. Retarded. Retarded. Yes. And now it is uh, uh, mentally, mentally challenged, challenged or okay. whatever. Developmentally Developmentally disabled. disabled the, a thousand words later. Right. And then... All of it leads me to Doug Stanhope's joke about how you don't doesn't matter what you call him, his buddy Jim or whatever is still going to call him that thing. <laughs> so you you can't fix Jim. Yeah. <laughs> so call people that need a little extra help and love, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. <laughs> but um, it just it's it's what it what is in it's what in your heart. Yeah. yeah. When but there the. The language has moved on. The language has moved on. And so I'm, you either jump, you either I'm willing go with to go it. with the language. Yeah, I, that's fine. I don't want to have that's that fine. argument. But I do. And, but the thing is, is you are not afraid to stand. I delete most of my tweets all the time. Like I have a bot that deletes all of my tweets mm-hmm. from, from days gone by. We've talked about it. You think there might have been some comedy gold there. I'm almost certain there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure I fell for the thing Matt Oswalt um, uh, pointed out, who's Patton's brother. He's funny, uh, very funny. Yeah, God, that guy's funny. Yeah. And um, he doesn't do stand up, right? No, he's a writer guy. Okay, and uh, and also a very nice photographer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. so uh, but he pointed out because I so, so there was a guy. It was like Matthew cherry i don't know i forget who i was following mm-hmm. who who actually asked for stories of white privilege white privilege hashtag white oh privilege. yeah and so i posted I got a little one. suspicious of that one i saw so i posted one and then matt oswalt was like hey uh building a statue to yourself uh or whatever, <laughs> however you put it right and i was like i'll be deleting because i fell for it i am so sorry so, and i and i deleted my tweet but i left up my hey i was a moron I was a I fell for the thing uh and I was a dum dum. Because I I'm not gonna deny that I that I did a thing, right? Yeah. Uh yeah, so okay, well, who cares? this'll have been three weeks after that. Right. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, it's right, we're in a whole new age. Are we still in NATO? Somebody <laughs> tell me we're still in NATO. A comedian might be the president of the Ukraine. Of yeah? Ukraine, sorry, no the No the Yeah, because uh right now He's polling second, I think, and uh, the top two um, res- uh, the top two vote getters go to a runoff. So he might be. Oh, that's interesting. It's uh, all I know is when I get back from this thing. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got three shows in town, mm-hmm. <laughs> which will be great, and then um, I'm doing that Portland, Oregon Livewire thing on the third. Oh, cool. So. Uh, I will be at the Juke Joint in Houston, uh, May 31st through... Oh, the end of May. Yeah, very end. So it'll be a month from when this drops. Yeah. I'm well, doing, you can buy your um, tickets, though. Yeah, you can buy. The- I'll also be at, um, in Palm Springs on May 18th. May 10th and 11th, I'm in uh, the Cape Fear Comedy Festival in North Carolina. 10, 11, 12. Oh, that's Mother's Day weekend. That's when I'm in Grass Valley. And then I'm doing Helium Portland, the 16, 17, with Maria. 16, 17, 18. Oh, cool. And then going to Eugene with Maria in uh, the, the 19th or 20th. And then I'm doing Women Crush Wednesday again. It's been a year and a half. A year and a half. Jesus. Yeah. That's a while. It is a while, but I think there's so many women comics and Marcella's trying to mix it up. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a great show. That's great. So I am, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy I'm feeling the pressure of of putting another album out, but I'm also rejecting that pressure. <laughs> I am also rejecting pressure. Are you? Because I I felt like oh I got to do another late night set. I got to yeah. squeeze another five minutes together. It is no fun trying to put together five minutes. Nope. You know it's it's 
it's fun because I also did it last summer for Montreal and the gala. You know, yeah. I was like, oh, oh, I remember that. I remember perfect. that. And I'm tired of that feeling. It's not right. fun. And I keep then I keep harping over the same joke over and over again for months. And I don't feel free There's no and joy. wild. Yeah. Right. 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 So are you sort of letting letting it go a little bit? Letting it go a little bit. I mean, I will if I I will revisit maybe in a couple months and see mm-hmm. what do I have? Is there is there do I have enough short jokes? Can I put it all together that way? But um, I I don't want to freak out about another late night set. Like I have a good one that I did, and if I die in a pl- in a plane crash or whatever, you know, go to my last Conan. That's <laughs> put that on my tombstone. That's fine. Like I want my next one one to be as good as that one. Right. So I'm willing to wait until it's. Everything's as solid as uh, it should be. Fair enough. It's uh, yeah. My thing is that I know that if I could, if I could work a solid eleven, twelve weeks on the road, just doing five to seven shows a week, yeah, I would get all of. I'd get this forty-five tight, and then I wrote what I think is a kind of a new. This gender joke I think has the potential to be a new closer. That's great. Yeah, which is. Um, cause it leads into this condom thing that, uh, is also very interesting. Um, yeah, it's got, it, so what I'm saying is that the, the really cool gender joke might turn into a dick joke, which is what I could close on. And thank you for playing. Yes. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> which I don't know why I don't always end on a dick joke, but I almost always end on you a dick end joke. On a dick. It makes people happy. You know, especially if you've been hitting issues for 45 minutes. Yeah, who the Then f- you end on dicks. Dicks. Everyone's and happy. Dogs. Somebody. Uh, puppies <laughs> and kittens and pillows. It Whatever, really is the, the kitten and goat video of stand-up comedy is a dick joke. <laughs> it just, everyone's happy when they see Unlikely it, friends. It. This dick joke. That'll be uh, very fun for me. Mm-hmm. Where do you think we are, Kyle? We are at 50. Okay. Want break again? I thought it'd be yeah. further along. Send us to Max Fun. Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott, and we're the host of Everything's, Everything's Coming, Coming Up, Up Simpsons. Simpsons. Every episode, we cover a different episode of The Simpsons that is a favorite of our special guests. We've had guests that are showrunners and writers and voice actors like Nancy Cartwright. I got a D minus, I passed! And we've also had people that are on the Max Fun Network already. We've had Weird Al Yankovic on the show. I was just uh, struck by how sharp the writing is. I mean, that's yeah. no surprise because it's The Simpsons, but I mean, like, you can't say that about a lot, a lot, of, a lot of TV shows, particularly ones that at that point had been on the air for 14 years. Find us on MaximumFun.org, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Smell you later. Okay. We're back. Oh, wow. How was that? Was that fun for you guys? It was two seconds for us. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't fun for me. Huzzah. What else is happening? uh, I'll be in. Oh, I'll just have to come back from New York when this drops. Another another New York run. Mm Mm-hmm. I've got I'm doing the Bell House with Maria. When? In September. Oh, neat. Yeah. That'll be... Uh, th- Jackie, I've, you have so many cool gigs lined up. I have cool gigs, but uh, there's... I kind of want... I've been I've been emailing my, my agent and um, who books kind of the cooler headline, you know? Yeah. And I was like, hey, can I work at these... Like, I've never done Dead Crow. Where's that? In North Carolina. Yeah. Is it a club or it's a, a club. festival? It's a weekend club. Oh, really? Yeah, that's where Cape Fear is. But but I hopefully I'll get in after this. And um and That I'm, sounds fun. Is it a Friday Saturday? The I believe so. Yeah, in North Carolina, the the Dead Crow, that's a Friday Saturday, right? Four shows. I want to work all these clubs. I want to work every club. No, I know. That's we're, we're in this room together. The three of us. <laughs> the three of us all want to work every club. <laughs> yes, we su- completely support your dream. <laughs> it turns out. <laughs> I know. And then there's new ones that are supposed to be super cool. And that's one of them. That is one of the new ones that's supposed to be super cool. It's only like two or three years old, right? And I. Is, su- is super cool code for don't pay very much? No. Maybe. Uh, All right. (laughs) Kyle thinks absolutely. I would say you could probably get some money out of him. And so all all I know is that stir crazy. No, I'm wrong. (laughs) So the, but the, um, 
like the stir crazy i was looking at i was psyched because i had not heard you know how a girl likes to be asked yes i would have thought that he would have emailed me and said hey it's been a year do you want to come back to stir crazy but he has not which means that it's going well and um but i went so i went and i looked at his calendar mm-hmm. and debbie gutierrez is back in april and i worked i believe a couple of weeks after her the last oh, time you she are was tracking there. other comedians when they're working yeah you and then that is a rabbit hole. That wow. A- Congratulations for remembering that stuff. <laughs> well, it's uh I have a recurring thing on my on my calendar that yeah. says send avails. Send avails and yeah. it comes up once a month. Yeah. And I usually ignore it. Yeah. Because you don't want to send avails too often. Um you right. wanna send them I like to send avails for the next three months. So I like to send uh and I like to send on a Sunday. And I've said it before, um, though. But, but um, they have their headliners mostly booked for the next three months. Most clubs, I think they booked three months next- out. Is what like, let's say it is it is April now, right? Um, I would send my avails out for July, August, and September. Okay. So, um, if they're booked through July, they probably aren't through August and September. Okay. And, and if they have any fallouts. Yeah, you know, I know. I I try to pick up every fallout. Last week when I didn't have anything, I was like, I just sent emails blindly. Hey, <laughs> anyone? It's pilot <laughs> season. If someone, if your headliner gets booked, I'm open. I'll, I'll I'm open. I'll show up. I'll do it. Nothing happened, but it was okay. I was home and uh, home with my kids, so that was okay. That is fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I want to do. I I don't know. I want to do uh, more fun stuff around Los Angeles this summer. But I think that, like non comedy stuff. Yeah. Oh, like I know, what? like hang out with my husband. You know, like right? Go to uh, the Will Rogers uh, Park. There's a there's a park, and they have a rodeo, and I want to go to it. Oh, I've heard that's good. Yeah, yeah. So you could bring your kid, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. We could go together. Yeah. <laughs> I it's hate a, to waste any conversation without a mic in front of it. I know, but I I named We have some, a very strange relationship. We do have a very strange relationship made highlighted by the 7 hours that we have spent together in the last 2 weeks <laughs> so that this could happen. I am kind of regretting not bringing my recording equipment, but I don't want to lose it. I don't want Soviet army to take it. Oh sure, right. Um so um I know the Soviet Union fell, but the Soviet army is still there. Yeah, they're out there. Do you know in 1989, have I told you this? I was on uh I was in Yugoslavia and mm-hmm. it existed then. Right. And I was taking a train through Yugoslavia and a Soviet soldier took my passport and went into a different car with it. Really? And he did it as a joke. Wow. And I uh, it was freaking out. Were and you there as a comic funny. or a citizen? Just a person. <laughs> just a person. In wow, 19... that's terrifying. No one to speak up for you. Right. What were you doing in Yugoslavia? I was taking. I was taking. Tra- I was seeing the world uh, uh, poorly. Right. Uh, and so was I... Yugoslavia had it already broken? No, it was okay. still Yugoslavia for right. a heartbeat there. And so what I had spent three months in London in the dumbest job, mm-hmm. and then I decided to go through Europe. And uh, when I got to Greece. This woman that I was traveling with, who with was like, "Hey, let's go to Egypt," and I was like, "I want to go to Egypt, but I can't stand hanging out with you anymore." <laughs> uh, so I said, "I'm gonna go um, through Yugoslavia to Germany and back to England," and she was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna go to Egypt," and I was like, "Thank God," and because I love traveling alone. I, uh, it's yeah. one of my things that I genuinely like. Yes. And when I met Andy Ashcraft and I was willing to travel with him, it was a, it was a boon. Did and you also, guys like, do you like to do different things when you're in a country? Uh, he's, he's a real good sport that Andy Ashcraft. Yeah. So I have, a, I have a thing. Anyone when, married to a comic is a real good sport. It's true. And he, and he's great. But, uh, what was his, uh, when we travel together to other countries, I have a thing where I um, am willing to get – he wants to see things. Mm-hmm. He's a big guy for museums and and the ruins and the things and the things. He's also willing to go alone. So like when we went to Southeast Asia, every six days – we were there for 18 days. It turned out to be about every six days I was like, 
I'm, I'm taking a spa day. <laughs> I'm going to lie down. You go do whatever you want to do. And he did. And it was great. That's but perfect. For the best, for what it is, is, is I'm willing to go to two museums or a church in a museum or mm-hmm. a thing in a thing. Uh, as long as there is uh, a lovely lunch and then some coffee at 3 p.m. I ended up doing a thing with my kid where we would do what I wanted to do and then we would go back to the hotel and he would watch YouTube. Because <laughs> that's what he wanted to do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you split it like that. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. I it's mean, okay. It's, he, he ha- he's part of a tea ceremony. He learned to cook Kobe beef, you know? There you go. Did you get okay. to eat Kobe beef? Yeah. It's been massaged. It's delicious. I bet you it's delicious. I've never had it because in America, you can't get it. They call it Wagyu. It's fake. Which is the closest you yeah, can get to it. It's not real Kobe and beef. And it's not real Kobe beef. Wagyu beef is still excellent. Yes. But Kobe beef is noticeably different and better. I don't know. I'm not a connoisseur. I just knew. I forgot that about you for just a heartbeat. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's no sourdough toast with salt <laughs> and butter on it, but it was delicious. We got to be done, right? We are at 58.55. Oh, 59 minutes right now. It seems real close, you guys. Hey, uh, thoughts and prayers, everyone. I'm in the middle of probably Kosovo. So uh, <laughs> I'm hoping I have a, a Twitter feed. So see you later. All right. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.